This piece was brought to you by Roberta's. Roberta'spizza.com. I'm Greg Bresnitz. And I'm Darren Bresnitz. We're the host of Snacky Tunes. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. <laughs> Holy cow, 200 episodes And uh, happy Father's Day, everybody um, And this is the first time that, I, that I've been left alone in the studio I can't believe it It's not even my guest, it's my co-host with the most pizza rumba Stuck in traffic in Westchester But we're going to get him on the phone um, shortly Father's Day today. I'm just back off my book tour for uh, You Are a Complete Disappointment. And we've been everywhere. We've been from Metuchen to Milwaukee. We've been in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, and all points in between. And it's been crazy. The book You Are a Complete Disappointment. And um, yeah, it's been pretty pretty amazing out there talking to lots of people about their dads and their experiences. Um, my, 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 my dad, uh, of course, was um, <laughs> he, uh, he didn't get the fudgy the whale cake from me. Um, not not when he was with us at all. Uh, he, uh, it, was, it was rough going there. You are a complete disappointment being his very last words to me. So for me, Father's Day is not necessarily a party. That's why I was looking forward to... Oh, and here we have... Look at this. Look, this is great. A walk-in guest to sa- save me from this pain- painful, depressing diatribe about Father's Day. I was just about to walk through that door, and here is Aaron Fairbanks, Executive Director of the Heritage Radio Network. Hi, Aaron. I won't let you, I won't let you be alone. It's un- not today. It's un- not today. Not, uh, today of all days. I'm, I'm, you know? Um, it, it, it's, it's incredible, actually. 200 shows, and today's the 193rd show, and I've never been stood up. Well, I, you know, Zaramba, if you're listening, you're maybe like too intimidatingly successful now with the, <laughs> with the new book, uh, which is uh, not a disappointment, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm actually really, really thrilled that um, so many people have have called me and talked to me about like you know how much of the book meant to them, and I know at least they saved at least one kid from getting a beating. <laughs> so you know, no, seriously, my a neighbor of mine stopped me in the supermarket and said, "I just read your book, and you know, I want you to know I was." Um, my kid's been kind of fucking off and not doing his chores and screwing around school, not doing his homework. And I was, I was going to yell at him. But after I read your book, I decided to pick him up and tell him I loved him instead. Oh, changing lives. Hey, if I save one kid from getting yelled at, you know, I think that's a success. I, I, you know, I would take it. And I think there's probably more that you can add to that list. Um, uh, I've been getting, it's amazing. The, uh, the outpouring of support I've gotten from uh, everyone who isn't directly related to me. <laughs> well, I think, too, I feel like, you know, you hit a nerve. You know, relationships with parents are tough. And I think one of the things you do in the book so well is you just kind of like, these are my feelings. <laughs> you lay it out. Yeah, I do kind of put it out you there. You put it out there. And I think it makes it OK for people to, like, talk about it. And it sparks conversation. And that's powerful stuff. Well, well thank you. I'm thinking, and how's Father's Day for you? Where's, where's your dad? Is he with us? Is My he... dad is in Michigan, northern Michigan. I'm going out to see him next week for a shh, surprise party. 
Okay. Don't listen. Don't, he doesn't listen to my show. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> After this week, Is hell it yes. a Father's Day surprise party or birthday party? It's a birthday slash retirement slash Father's Day. You just got to, you know, uh, just put it all together. Just kind of jam it in there. And, and does he tell you that he's proud of you? I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, you know... That's not really his style. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Um, I, I feel it. I definitely feel it. Um, but he's not super verbal in his affections. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, or physically affectionate. He's not an affectionate guy. <laughs> but yeah. you know. But, but I know. But I, mean, I know. You, you've taken the, the path lesser traveled, as they say. I mean, your, your, your resume is pretty impressive, but it's, all, but, it's, but, it's, but it's not traditional. I mean, you've been, you know, a line cook. You took sort of like alternative classes in college. You've taken a very roundabout way to work for this exciting not-for-profit radio station. Yeah, I definitely feel well, like... Well, 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 Zaremba shows up and he's, not, and he's, and he's stopping to have a drink with somebody? Okay, the show is, the show is shaping up. I've got the whole Zaremba family here. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, my God. He's rallying around. I'm going to cry. Don't cry no, yet. I'll just turn up my guitar instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like my dad, when I left like my first job uh, after college, he just called me kind of aghast and was like... But you have insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As though that was the pinnacle. Hey. All right. Well, hey. what, what were you going to do? Stop and have a drink at the bar? I was sitting at the awkward day table. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> well, come on in. Well, it's very awkward considering your wife is here. Well, that, that would be an awkward date indeed. And, and, and your son, Rafael. Well, come on. Don't you go anywhere, Aaron. You're still part of this. Right, this right. is good. I like it. Somebody's rallying around to, to, to make this an actual show. I thought I was going to have to blab for 30 minutes and... Uh, Boy, oh boy, I could have, I could have crashed this whole station. <laughs> what do you, you got in that uh, very, mason jar? Very, very, very quickly. Oh, it's a little thing um, called beer, which I've achieved excellent <laughs> results with by drinking it. Um, if you drink hey, enough Sergey, of it. what's happening? Yeah, Happy Father's Day. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. We got, we got the whole family here. Say hello, Pete. Hey. Hello. Hi. Say hello, Pete. Yeah. Hello, hello, Pete. hello, hello Pete. Hello's all around. <laughs> all right. Well, this is turning out to be quite, quite the mitzvah. Yeah. This is going to be quite a show. <laughs> it's a Father's Day miracle. Do you, do you want to maybe take just a quick break? We can shuffle the chairs a little bit. Um, take, a, what, take a quick take break. A quick break. I'll t- take a quick break. We just got here. <laughs> Why do you want to take a break? I want everyone to sit down and oh, get comfortable. No, and everyone is comfortable. All That's right. like the old joke, right? right Where the salesman right. gets hit by the car, right? Yes. And the passerby puts his jacket under his head. He says, are you comfortable? And what does he say? I'm doing all right. Yeah, he says, I make a living. <laughs> I make a living. <laughs> well, I blew that one. I blew that one. So, you see that? You're losing your laser, your, your laser edge of comedy. <laughs> I, was, I felt like, like, like I was like, you know, jilted, you know, stood up at the Were altar. You? I never started the show with an empty room 200 shows later. And look what happens. Time. And... and Man. Look what happens. They're coming. The reinforcements the are on the way. Here, sir, yeah, sir, you can take this microphone, too. But you know what? much more important than my guitar. I want, we, yeah, just. Are we going to entertain anyone or what? We're going to have a guitar in your hand. But first, I want to talk to your son. They, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's right. All right. Oh, you, do you have the Daddy Rolling Stone? Were you going to play that? Uh, we, we can do that. No, I'm, I came to class prepared. Well, you were stuck on the van. Unlike me. (laughs) Unlike me. I never came to class prepared because my name began with a Z, and they never got to me. So I never had to be prepared. That's all right. There you go. Look at that. 
That does technical, it. All right, technical all right. difficulties. So, Listeners, we would not want you to have missed this part of yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a critical part to understanding the rest of what's going to be happening all here. All right. This is, this is the Fudgy the Whale of radio right now. It's happening. <laughs> it's, ha- it's all happening. <laughs> fudgy the Whale. So what's I'll a, stop. I'll cry. So what's it like to have a flesh tone for a father, Sergey? <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, yeah? <laughs> How so? Very unique. Uh, oh, saying nothing was saying nothing. <laughs> Give us the dirt. I didn't on. know you were going into politics, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's mostly the locations that I go with with him, too. You know, I've played with him in Troy as uh, a... Classic city. Yeah. As a guitarist, things like that's pretty wild. It's not something most kids do. Yeah, I never did that with 12. my dad. You never got to play. You never no. got to play the guitar with your. No, I went like ice fishing one time in uh, Michigan. Ice fishing? What did you catch? Walleyes or? Uh, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever, whatever. Not much, whatever as far as I remember. There. I remember being real cold and, and being sad when the hot I, cocoa I, ran my out. My father never took me ice fishing. Okay, what else did you guys do that I didn't do? Uh, well, we went <laughs> re- regular regular fishing. Yeah. You know the guy. You know play, the, the play, guy goes play, ice fishing, play, right? Play and he drills the hole, right? <laughs> and he and and he hears his voice. He goes. There's no fish there, right? And so he thinks it's like he's getting some divine guidance. So he drills another hole, right? And he's about to let his line down. And he, again, the voice goes, I said there's no fish there. So he goes, uh-oh, I better drill another hole. So he's about to drill another hole, and he hears the voice say, this is the, the arena manager. I'm telling you there's no fish under this ice. <laughs> now, that's an ice fishing joke. <laughs> I'm like, why is he in the marina? <laughs> this guy doesn't the know arena, what's up. The, oh, the, the arena, not the marina. The arena. He's in an ice skating arena. Oh, I guess. Oh. It's a hockey joke. Okay, but back, right. but back to Troy when you were a boy playing the guitar. At 12. That's good. Not yeah, bad. yeah, it was something. They were doing push-ups, and everyone was screaming, and I was just kind of there. This is the flesh tongue, so. It yeah. sounds like it. Strength strang- didn't make it. Get me my kid. <laughs> but you, you, you know what? Talking about Father's Day, I'm sure you were talking about your book, right? Yeah, this show this this show is becoming very depressing very quickly until you showed up. Uh, Thank you. So, we're, we're, so, so are you going to do a reading or something for the people? Uh, we have. Actually, are there recipes in that book? <laughs> recipe for disaster. The, 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 the recipes up. Sure. You, have, you know, my mom's favorite recipe. You take a bunch of frozen chicken and you open up the container and then you drench it with Lachoy brand sweet and sour ooh, sauce. And you take ooh, a Pathmark brand can of water chestnuts and you dump that on the thing and then you put it in the oven at about 475 degrees um, until the whole thing is incinerated. And then you tell your children you're having Chinese food. Chinese you know, food. Lachoy, I remember, I remember <laughs> that Lachoy made Chinese swing American. <laughs> Do you, right? did they, did did. They make it, I don't recall them making it swing. Well, that's what they say. Uh, I mean, that's the food element of, of my book, was just my mother's horrendous rotation of, you know, it was like kosher empire turkey on Monday. Mm. Wednesdays were um, ragu old style uh, spaghetti <laughs> sauce. <laughs> you know, just, just everything was just overcooked and just drowned in sauce. That so was, that's, that's why you became shake a and bake, Shake and bakes on Tuesday. Mm. Shake and bake on Tuesday. Um, and if she forgot to go shopping, which happened incredibly frequently, um, she would go to the box of um, pancake mix that was on the shelf. I like I always say it's like that, the box sat there like the portrait of Dorian Gray, and it would, out, out, it would come, <laughs> out it would come if she forgot to go shopping. Um, breakfast for dinner, which is why I never eat breakfast for dinner breakfast these days. Dinner. I'm not I don't even have either. eggs after lunch. It's so depressing. No, no, no. But I like one of my favorite stories from the book was when you guys were out for a pizza and your dad wouldn't like let you have a slice of the family that you were out with their pizza. Yeah, my parents weren't big sharers and they didn't really understand the um, the family style eating no, thing. No, <laughs> you know? uh, like, even when 
we went to you know, a Chinese restaurant, an actual Chinese restaurant, they'd order the poo-poo platter for two, even though we were five. <laughs> you know, and then, then, you know, instead of sharing, and, you know, you love these tables with the Lazy Susan. I love yeah. a Lazy Susan, by the way. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, Anything I'm, lazy, I, I notice you I'm, like. I'm, you know, it's like a big circular moving thing. Yeah. You know, like the poo-poo platter. It's like, it's like the Emerson, Lake and Palmer of foods. It's got like a revolving stage and pyrotechnics. This is what I want. I'm a you're slave, kind of, you know, you're, I'm you've, a slave you've, to the spectacle. You've become right. a Lazy Susan of talent. <laughs> you know, we can spin you around, Mike. And what, we get the guitarist. And a world-known author, <laughs> editor of famous publications. That's why I'm the lazy Susan of... Um, of talent. Uh, <laughs> like the, the wheel of misfortune. Well, sir, what do you have for uh, Father's Day breakfast? What do you... And, you guys uh, not Marilla. celebrating, celebrating yes, your old man they, today? that's why uh, I'm a little late, because it was so delicious. Yeah, blueberry pancakes. Were there a lot of blueberries in them? Cause there, I find, there are a lot of blueberries. Because I find a paucity of blueberries in today's blueberry pancake world. No, there is no Such way. as it is. Often they're not even blueberries. They're little pieces of apple dyed blue. Oh, oh. wait a second. There was no right. trickery this K-fade morning. K-fade no, no trickery. No trickery <laughs> up in uh, the cobble in Lakeville. No. And Marilla made them. And we had uh, local maple syrup. Delicious. And it was good. It wasn't uh, Uncle Ben. What is the one in the Aunt Jemima? Aunt Jemima, yeah. Mrs. Butterworth. Mrs. But- oh, I loved her so much. <laughs> I like her. I, 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 like, I like her. I like her, too. I, I, She's I, not I like to cut her her jib, Mrs. Butterworth. Mrs. Butterworth. Wow. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> Very good. So it was good pancakes, sir? Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. and that's good. Well, what about you? When are you going to be, fa- be a father? What? <laughs> 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 Shut up. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a decade or so. Give it a decade, you know, decade maybe more. Decade or so. Don't wait as long as we did because we want. We want to have the grandkids. Yeah, we like kids. <laughs> All right. Well, this show's getting way, way, way too celebratory. Oh, I we're getting too. I want to bring. Every, I want to bring everybody down for a moment. We have um, a recording. Um, we, you know, we're talking about. I just got off the road celebrating. Uh, you are a complete disappointment. The tour. So we have um, a reading when Mickey Finn was here. We we're on the Snacky Tune show. Uh-huh. Thought we'd play a little bit of that just in case anybody you know really needs to have their heart broken today on Father's Day. Nonsense. This should do it. So Dave, uh, the engineer, give us a tour. We'll take a short break and be back. Dave, the engineer. If there's anybody left, we'll be back and. A few minutes. <laughs> All right. Mickey Finn, want to give you something in the heavy style, maybe in the key of minor? My father was having a hard time speaking. He was on his deathbed, quite literally, in an Arizona hospital room, the best money could buy, with all sorts of tubes exploding out of his arms, monitors beeping and buzzing, nurses bustling in and out to check the connections and interpret the blizzard of numbers that flashed on and off like Christmas lights on a Matterhorn of rack-mounted biotech, a pinball parlor's worth of LED readouts that could just as easily have read, extra ball, or special when lit. He was breathing erratically through a milky plastic oxygen mask. It collected spittle like the early morning dew, and he waved me over to the bed. I'm glad you're here, he began. There's something I want to tell you. So I sidled up close to hear what he had to say. And there's a soft sucking sound from inside the mask, and the low whistle of an air valve doing its things. His eyes were clear and lucid blue. You, he said, are a complete disappointment. And he sucked another lungful of oxygen out of the mask. And his eyes opened up like saucers. He was just getting started. You are a failure, he leveled, gaining strength. 
You think you are a hotshot in New York writing books, but you're not. No one wants to read your shit. It's obvious you, you don't even like yourself, he added, before turning to my younger brother, the Wall Street Macher, who was standing next to me wearing a dirty t-shirt from a recent Who tour. It's been a pleasure to watch you grow up, he said to him. My father's breathing had become a Greek chorus of pulmonary angst. He sounded like Darth Vader if Darth Vader were an old Jewish man dying in a hospital bed. And after another air valve intermezzo, he turned his attention back to me. You are broken, he said, and you need to be fixed. Never mind his immediate challenges, the mask, the tubes, the electrodes, the IV drip, the demoralizing disposable pale green hospital gown, the old man delivered his message right over the plate. You aren't as smart as you think you are, he hacked. And after taking a moment to catch his breath and marshalling every bit of strength he could, leaning forward like the carved wooden mast on a pirate ship and spitting into his oxygen mask, he added, you are the only person in this family who is fat. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. (laughs) That's that's very inspiring. I, I will say that's the classic question my dad asks me every time he sees me. He's like, oh, so uh, you've been working out? Wow. So it's like code for, like, how you doing, kid? <laughs> yeah. My, my parents were, were weight, weight obsessed. and um, it was weird. They, didn't, they didn't enjoy food, and my mom especially. But they, they lived in fear of calories and oh, carbohydrates, yeah. and they lived in fear of salt and fear of fat and fear of liquor. So I can only and, imagine they were incredibly thin and good-looking. Uh, um... You know, my, my mom was a great, great-looking girl. When she was young, you, you'd see her. She was just absolutely, like, startlingly pretty young woman. She was always a good-looking good looking woman. Um, my dad, man, was kind of average-looking Jewish guy. I mean, look at me. I, I don't have the looks, you know? No, what are you talking about? Fishing for compliments, No one ever slept usual. with me because of the way I look. You got the cobs. You got the <laughs> alcohol. You got the cheese. You got the meat. I think you did all right. I'm letting myself go. <laughs> um... But yeah, but they're they're very, very you know I don't know I, people try to think it's a go with just people of that generation are so worried about these things. But um, I, I don't get it because I know lots of people who are, are their age who enjoy life, <laughs> who chose happiness, yes. who who chose to live in the moment and be in the present. And um, well, and I, I ask you because you've had such a such a, a really your resume is amazing. You tell everybody about this. I mean, you're but it, it's not the kind of thing that like someone who is not from our world could possibly understand this trajectory. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I was 25 and I decided I wanted to work in food and I'm like, well, I don't really know what that means. So I figure I'll work in a, in a kitchen, work on a farm. And then I'll do some type of advocacy or nonprofit work, and then I'll like know what to do with oh, my life. Oh, a farm nonprofit. I mean, these are these are all the buzzwords, just like are like daggers advocacy. into the into the hearts yeah. of parents. It's like, it's like yeah, I want to I want to be a musician. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. No, my dad wanted me to be a teacher. My dad always he was never like, oh, go out there, be great, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be super successful. He's like, do something steady. Well, do something with a good schedule. Do something with the nice insurance policy. If we go, if we go, around, if we go around the table, Mike, you're uh, – what are you anyway? <laughs> you got Mike. Sergey, what are you, a student, right? Yeah, I'm a student. We, right, we, we, got, we got the and, bill. And a university. student with a guitar in his hand. Right? Marilla, yeah. you're a – Well, Sergey's a student who wants to go into business, and his parents are – I'm an artist. Dad's rock star. So oh, naturally, he wants to make magnitude. a lot of money in – business and he is on his way <laughs> one hopes but he's still holding on to that electric guitar he's not letting go of it it's in he's his holding hand right it. now he's not playing he's it. It. <laughs> you well, well you don't have to let go of that electric guitar you can you know go go off and make your fortune in, in business and you can you know keep that electric guitar. Jazz. That's what you. and what, what tell us more about your resume 
What do you want to know? Well, what are you doing now? <laughs> I'm, what are you doing Saturday night? <laughs> ba, 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 I um, am the executive director of the Heritage Radio Network. So. Applause button. Hit the applause button. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to hit a button. We love Heritage Radio. Thank you. This is, this is what passes for a suit here at Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> David's not sure where the applause button is. <laughs> I just prefer the air horn. Nice. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's got a little bit more of a... But you've done an, you've done an amazing job with, with Heritage Radio. I mean, listen. Ship is up about 10 bazillion percent. That's what I was um, going to ask. As, as, as a not-for-profit, we're very well-funded. Um, you know, luck, luckily, you know, got a bunch of pizza whores, you know. To well, yes, you we know, are sponsored who, by Roberta's who, who, who are fabulous willing, pizza. Willing to work for pizza. Willing to work for pizza. I mean, Absolutely. it's not a bad way to go. And actually, like, kind of competitive as far as rates go these days. <laughs> That's true, too. Oh my, it, what a way to go. No, it's amazing. I, believe me, I've done more for less. <laughs> I we all. It's amazing, you know, the Heritage Radio and um, the show Arts and Seizures and Roberta's have become such a part of my life over the last five years. Patrick uh, Martins and I were just talking about this. It's amazing when we started out. The station started in 2009. 2009 was right after I wrote my first book. and I had, uh, What was that book called? It was called I Have Fun Everywhere I Go. <laughs> Great. There we go. There we go. Um, and, you know, sort of actually, you are a complete disappointment, and I have fun everywhere I go. Sort of work together as a piece. This is sort of like my, my miserable childhood, you know, <laughs> with my narcissistic father um, kind of bullying me versus um, sort of trying to find myself uh, with, you know, my drug magazine and my punk rock band and oh, the exuberance of the, of the second book. Make but they had to happen in reverse order, right? You had to hear your dad say <laughs> that you were total disappointment. It's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to have fun wherever I go. <laughs> well, what were the alternatives? I, I mean, you know. And, For a kid um, from a touching. And, and, <laughs> and you can tell, you know, Sergey, I mean, if you consider yourself a rebel going into business because your dad's a rock star and your mom's an artist. I mean, I never tried to be <laughs> contrasting to what they are, but it just turned out that way. You know, what's that? Was that um, he grew up with a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he grew up with fun wherever he went. Seriously, these guys, these guys are their own party, their own circus. Yeah, Uh, um, just blasted back into the city. But the thing is, you know, I never considered myself a rebel, not in the sense of Marlon Brando. You know, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? What do you got? Because that sounds like just. Stupid, frankly. That, that, you know, and James Dean, rebel without a cause, that didn't end so well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when you're you're living with people who are miserable, because somehow misery is their default baseline normal, no wonder you go fleeing in the opposite direction. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I, you know, I'm rebelling. I mean, I'm sure I was acting out a lot of times just because of the awful situation I grew up in. But just being yourself and following your star because. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be a musician. I wanted to be a writer, which is like, you know, I mean, it's like poison to my parents. I became a writer and I became a musician. And I became That's an right. artist. But, Mike, was there anyone, like, in your life who who was that role model for you, who you're like, oh, that person, like, that's a person who I could maybe be like. Well, it, now now it can be told, as Kilgore Trout once said. Um, my Aunt Irma, Irma Turtle, and uh, who died recently, and I haven't spoken about this at all. I haven't posted on social media um, about this or anything, but... um. So, you're, so I'm not really uh, fluent in the story because I haven't really, really been telling the story. But it was my dad's sister, and, she, and I was very close to her. And my, my dad was also very mean to her, and I talked to her often. Oh. She had uh, Parkinson's, advanced Parkinson's uh, disease, and she had terrible back problems. She was in terrible pain for many years, like like really, this really better start lightning withering up, uh, pain. Well, um, well, well. Um, 
No, it's actually <laughs> actually not. But she, but, but but except that we can celebrate this woman's life because she is the only person I know of whom it can be said she saved lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a travel business. She was she worked for Ogilvy Mather, the big advertising company in New York, and she had this Madison Avenue job. Madison. And she told me that she said, you know, even though she was, you know in quotes a weirdo which meant that she wore black a little bit too much mm-hmm. I mean that's all it took to be a weirdo right you know, the bar was low you know the bar was low she, there was a story that she got thrown out of um, Smith College because she had a motorcycle but later she told me no my boyfriend had a motorcycle you know and then, you know, they asked me to you know, go to the office it was, the story was very overblown but to me this made her kind of my hero when I had heard the story when I was young but she dropped out of corporate culture and started this business um, taking yuppies basically to the Sahara, to Ethiopia, to Machu Picchu. Adventure Traveler, uh, Adventure Travel was called. Wow. She was written about in um, all these wonderful magazines. I knew And about she knew all these uh, indigenous people. And um, she later wrote a book called Nomads I've Known. Um, and she later told me, and I was very flattered, that she said, you, I include you in that group. Um, but really what she was talking about were indigenous people in Mali, where she went to do a lot of work, and she saved lives. She built water for purification, and she started, um, especially after 9-11, when her tourist business kind of went south, she was doing only um, outreach and charity. And uh-huh. she built schools, and they brought medicine, and they bought goats. Um, and my favorite story is she met Robert Plant one time. Um, and, and Molly, he was there doing some music, and she called me up and said, have you ever heard of uh, this band called Led Zeppelin? <laughs> and, and uh, you know, there's this old lady who's doing charity work in, in Africa, and she's wonderful. I mean, she's already a little bit weird, but she had this, like, you know, she dropped out of, like, yeah. a very straight job, which she did very well for a long time. And I said, I, I was kind of coy, I said, um, I don't know, I think they were popular when, when I was in high school. Why do you ask? Oh, I met this lovely man, Robert Plant, who gave a, it was in Mali, and he gave me a lot of money. He, he wrote her a giant check for a charity. And wow. put, put her like front and center on her website to raise money, and I, that's wonderful. It's, he sounds like a very nice man. And a couple of weeks later, she calls me back up. She goes, "Have you ever heard of a song called Stairway to Heaven?'" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I think it was popular, you know, when I, when I was in high school." Why do you ask? Because well, the guy just wrote me this giant check. I thought I should get one of his records, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it's really quite lovely. And at that point, of course, oh, I, I explained to her like, you know how you know important Led Zeppelin is, and like, wow, that's that's really something. It's really great. But she was a very humble person, very spiritual. She was absolutely, you know, it was lovely that this. Man did this, but she was not impressed with you know, all the rest. You know, yeah. the, the, the rest of it. She really cared. She really saved a lot of lives. There are a lot of children in Africa and Mali now named Irma after her. Wow, and her name was Irma Turtle. That's what I thought. Uh, right, right. That's Irma, a very Irma, cool name. Irma, Irma Turtle. Her name. Okay. She was married to a guy named Turtle for about five seconds, and uh, but she kept the name. And her business was called Turtle Wills. And um, you can Google it and find Turtle Google. Wills. And I would encourage so everyone. She, there are still people uh, running her charity, and the money is there's no there's like no administration. Uh-huh. She was amazing. Like all the money. I mean, she worked on a very very low, you know, overhead herself, and all the money actually went to the people it was intended for. It did not get, you know, go to, you know, whatever. So this is administration. You're turning it wasn't this into day rather than Father's well, Day. Well, yeah, as too was my inspiration. She was very nice to me. No, to that's this a up. great way to have, to celebrate Father's Day. The man who mm. said you're such a great disappointment by celebrating your aunt, who was not him. So right, yeah. and but and he also told her, uh, yeah, he, she was kind of a disappointment as well. He was not, which which is amazing because if he was one, free. He was free in his if there's one, yes, yes, right. he was. If there's one person not to be disappointed with, trust me, it was it was it was Irma Turtle. This is this is this is. Are you going out? Are you going to play Daddy Rolling? Stone Mike. I mean, well, well Sergey's got the guitar. Well, I thought we'd do a father. So he doesn't know it. Know so it. I think you should. Go- you want to try? try some? It's, it's been it's been the fastest half hour on the internet. It's, it's it wings this by. is our last show of the summer. We're going to take a break to September, and I'm trusting you to keep my time time slot Time's open. Keep it, you, you can trust me. I keep trust it safe. I, I can. You're not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Right, you have to, you have I like that fidelity. 
on the string. You, you've been working on that fidelity, Mike. Fidelity. I can tell you. So it's excellent. Let's see. Excellent. Let's see. All right. I will all, we'll all sing along, though. There's, oh, 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 oh. We got those little because I'd prefer wow, if you I said that. All right, we'll, we'll give it. Sing, we'll give it a we'll go. Listen, I want to thank everybody for um, make, making uh, such a uh, memorable Fuck You the Whale Day. Uh, Studio. Um, if you if if you can look up Turtle Wills and um, you know help some people on the ground out there in Africa. I mean, really, I'm very proud proud, proud of my aunt and uh, really disappointed and I, in my old man that he didn't he didn't see what an awesome sister he had. Never mind. Uh, I think we're or going, an awesome never, son. Never mind his firstborn. Awesome <laughs> I think we're going to go see Toots and the Maytals next week. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we should do another show and just do Funky Kingston for 30 that's right. minutes. That's right. <laughs> All right Hopefully he'll see. play it. All right. Do, do you think we know this song? Well, you, I think you do. Time to prepare. I don't know any of the words. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I thought you were saying, well, you're going to play it. You're going to play it. I figured for sure. No, I don't. I didn't have time together. to go over it. Oh, I, I have no idea what the words are. I just know the oh, whoa, whoa. I, I had a girl I, in it was something. Nice. Yeah. That was great. I had a girl in it. So, yeah. I had a go- girl in Michigan. <laughs> Make it our own. Make it our own. Because <laughs> I'm a daddy. Daddy. I'm daddy rolling stone. All right. <laughs> close and close enough you are for a complete uh, disappointment. <laughs> yeah, actually today I am a complete disappointment. All right, uh, stay tuned all summer for the best of arts and seizures. We'll be back in September. That's with even lots, better. Lots really. of surprises. Remember, let's go hit to the bar. Aaron Fairbanks, thank you very much. Thank thanks you, to me. Say, Tat, thanks we to we shall repair. Marilla and Sergey, the La Familia Zaremba here. Uh, please come back, all three of you guys, and we'll do we'll do a proper show. And thanks, Where do you get this thanks, fabulous tan? Thanks to um, everyone Rockwell. who made uh, the. You are a complete disappointment tour. Uh, completely awesome. Uh, Have a good on. summer, everyone. Okay. Fondly, warmly, just like we used to sign the yearbooks. Oh, no one ever asked me to sign I'm their yearbook. I was very anti-yearbook. Have a f- fondest regard. Stay in touch. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in September. For Arts and Seizure, this is Mike Edison. See ya. Listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.